It's about to get wilder, because on this episode, I welcome a fellow wilder, Chloe Wilder, to be exact. Chloe Wilder is a very talented singer-songwriter with powerful and melodic singles, including I Don't Wanna, Crying When I Shouldn't, You and Lonely, and It's True, which is the first single off of her debut EP, which releases sometime in the first quarter of 2021. I had a really amazing chat with Chloe. Really excited for you to hear it. Before we get going, I do want to direct your attention to the Patreon because I revamped the whole thing. I updated it. I made it nice and shiny and sparkly. It looks amazing. There are brand new contribution tiers on there. Boy, oh boy, it looks fantastic. So please drop by the Patreon and choose a tier. Just throw a few bucks uh, at the show. It really helps me out to be able to continue to bring you all these great guests and some really unique content and behind-the-scenes stuff, and you'll get special access to um, (laughs) the hijinks that go on during my Zoom interviews, and maybe some cool photos. I'm even thinking about offering some signed things. Uh, I'm not sure. Uh, Let me know what you'd like to see and and what you want. Send me a message. Let me know. That link is patreon.com forward slash faux real. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com forward slash f-a-u-x-r-e-a-l. All right. Without further ado, let's get right to it. Enjoy my conversation with Chloe Wilder. Thanks, I'm in my closet right now. I did an interview the other day and I was in my room and she said it was too dark, so. Candle lit. I thought it was gonna be all moving, and then she was like, "Yeah," and I was like, "Okay, it's fine." Okay, good. This really, I was posting all of the the full like recorded videos. Nobody ever watches them, so mostly I just use the footage for you know Instagram posts and stuff. Uh, That's that's really where it's at anyway. You know that. Uh, (laughs) Totally. Unfortunately, uh, I I finally had to just give up and be on there. I mean, I've been on there for a while now, but you know, it, it was my last resort. That's not true. Snapchat is my last resort. I don't oh. I don't deal with the Snapchat. It's too much. I, I put my I, Snapchat on my Instagram once, and I got like so many people added me, and I thought it was gonna be fun to like talk to fans, but it got weird really quick. Uh oh, really what kind of weird? Well, it was, people were, like, messaging me, like, really personal stuff, and I was just like, you know, I can't, this isn't my responsibility, so eventually I just had to, like, start over and remove that, which was kind of annoying, so I decided not to put my Snapchat Chloe, I forgot how to do eyeliner, help! I can't do it! Literally, it was, like, a lot of, like, my boyfriend just broke up with me, like, what do I do? And I was like, I'm really the wrong person to ask, like, I don't know. You just got to grab the, the, the clipboard and a pen and just, uh, just, totally. you know, I was playing therapist for everyone. 
I mean, you know, if you're not already making enough revenue off of your Instagram, that might be oh, some yeah, extra income, you know, right? Service. Just just jump right into it. it. You have to do that sometimes. So much of social media ends up becoming a, uh, you know, a therapist couch. It really oh, does. Totally, totally. It's crazy. I get so many DMs like that. And, like, I have my platform. Like, my platform is very, like, open. Like, message me whenever. But I get some messages and I'm like, wow. I mean. It's oh, a little darker than you can handle. Yes. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Chloe, uh, you and I actually met very briefly at your premiere for uh, I Don't Wanna, your I Don't Wanna music video, because you had a big a big shindig at World of Fruit yes, um, in did. West Hollywood, and uh, I happened to be working there at the time, so I got to, oh, really? yeah, That's so crazy. you, uh, I met you and Bryce, and, uh -huh. you know, everybody was there. That, that was a cool party. Did you... Did you have fun there? It that it, it's a pretty it was a pretty neat place. Well, oh, was yeah, there. it was so cool. I love those little pop up museums. It was so much fun. The pictures came out great from that venue. I loved it. Oh, good. Well, it's good to virtually meet you again. <laughs> <laughs> right back at you. Right back at you. So, at fourteen years old, you're already killing it as as pretty powerful indie musician, singer, songwriter. You've done. A lot of great covers, a lot of great singles already. You just debuted your first single off of what will be your premiere EP, which is coming out next year on January 21st. Is that correct? It's January of 2021. So not like an exact date yet, but Got honestly, it. I fixed it up a couple times too. I've gotten a couple emails and I was like, is that our exact date? And everybody was like, no. No one knows. Okay. <laughs> Nobody knows yet. That's that's really great though, um, and uh, you've you've done some really amazing covers of uh, Louis Capaldi, Lana Del Rey, and uh, you even did a uh, a Christmas classic. I'll be home for Christmas. That's I did. pretty awesome. I did. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. So you've already been doing this for a few years, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's been like I think like two and a half years now. Yeah, it's been a minute. I started when I was like twelve, so it's been a while. <laughs> Unbelievable. Was that something that you came upon yourself to do music to? Honestly, not really. Like, I'd always loved music. I'd always been obsessed with music, but mm -hmm. I'd never really taken it seriously. And then I, there happened to be a recording studio, like a half hour away from me that I'd never heard of. And so I went and recorded there and I recorded a few covers. I did like some Lana Del Rey. I did a Blue Velvet cover and it got passed around to a bunch of producers and i honestly don't know how it happened it was like on a cd and i they just like got sent around and this producer that lived in the cayman islands really liked it and he called me and brought me down to the cayman islands and i was there for like a few weeks and i did a writing trip and that's how i met like my current team pretty Pretty interesting. Story. I'm aghast. That's unbelievable. Yeah. It's completely yeah. unheard of. Like, that's... I know. Wow. Strange. I remember I was in Atlanta at the time, and we got a phone call, and it was just him. It was really... I was like, how does he even have her number? It was so crazy. Like, the whole way it went down was very, very strange. But I'm really glad it happened. It sounds a little creepy, so to be honest. But I'm so glad it didn't, like, skew that way, because, like... Know? Told in, told with it, some yeah. with some creepy music in the background. I I would, I'd be a little. Mm. No, I totally understand. I thought it was kind of weird at first too, 
so many people and you end up not working with a lot of them and that just happens but through this writing trip I met like a lot of great people that I still work with to this day so it was very beneficial for me that's cool and you were in the islands right so did you have some yeah. did you have some island fun did you go like boating go out on the water we did I think the first time we were there it was horrible weather so we didn't really do a lot but then I went back a second time and we had a few beach days it was really fun my mom always makes a vacation out of everything so she was with me obviously I was 12 so um sure yeah, we had some fun it was a good time it was a really cool place to write I would love to go back oh yeah I'm sh- oh, I, I can imagine yeah, I love I love the beach. I like hanging out on the beach, not so much actually going into the water because I understand that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a Floridian, and so like I think I'm just kind of used to it now. But I don't know. I don't go to the beach as often as I should because we have such great beaches here. But I really don't go that much. That's right. You're in Clearwater, right? Yeah, I'm in Clearwater right now. Awesome. Do you have a, a problem getting attacked by mosquitoes? Is that yes. is that an I issue? Actually, like I have a bunch of mosquito bites right now. Um, it's rough. It's bad here. And my sister is here too, and she doesn't get bit by mosquitoes. And I don't know if it's like a it's like a DNA thing, I, but I am constantly being attacked. By scientists are still trying to figure it out. And Honestly, I have awesome. I. It sounds like I'm like you. I have the tastiest skin. I mean, all all the little critters just love to nibble on me, and it drives me crazy. Yeah, it sucks. Like, I take my, I've been taking my little walk, you know, over the past few months. Which I, I, I'm as careful as possible, and I'm wearing my mask and all that. But I have to go get, you know, my exercise, and I take this little path, you know. And usually, you know, I'll get my coffee, and then, obviously, I can't drink it inside so i go around the corner to this little cubby hole <laughs> it's so ridiculous but you know on the other side of the shopping center and there's this little like uh you know the drainage hole from the building is there and the mosquitoes just it's just a breeding ground i don't know i I don't know why they're there. I guess it's just because it's moist, you know, and they always, every time I come home, I guess I'm going to have to find a new cubby hole because (laughs) my my legs are full of bites. Yeah, that's not good. And the mosquito bites, they just like, they're, they're like so consuming. I like, that's all I can think about when I have them. I hate them so much. Yeah. We're just delicious. We can't help it. I mean, you know. <laughs> if you're going to be cursed with something, I guess, yeah. you know, it's all right. You're right. <laughs> There's so much to talk about with you, and you have such a such a wonderful selection of music. I've just, you know, I've been watching your videos and, and listening to your music, and, and I'm sure uh, this is such a broken record from the interviews that you do, but... You being so young and speaking so powerfully on these things that even us olds are, you know, still have trouble verbalizing. It's really incredible. And your music is so, it really takes you on a journey. Like uh, Crying When I Shouldn't gave me the feels. Like it gave me all the feels. Who is playing piano for you on that song? That is Eric Skullin. 
produced the whole track. He's like a musical genius. This guy can play literally every instrument. It's crazy. Um, that song came together really fast with him too. Like that was a very quick song to make. But yeah, he's insane. He's so talented. I listened to it three times in a row because I was so... Uh, your vocals are so wonderfully melodic and sort of equally joyous and make me sad at the same time. <laughs> I'm glad that's the you know, and and Eric's piano playing is just gorgeous on that. You know, on that track, I really enjoy it a lot. Yeah. Do you play instruments as well? I play the piano myself. You okay? Uh, I didn't play it on that track. I'm like not that good. But yeah, I've been playing the piano since I was like four because we've always had one in my house. So I started taking lessons around then. I really like the piano. I think it's important to know at least one instrument. I'm trying to learn to play the guitar, but it's just not coming as easily as the piano. But I'm still working on it. We're getting there. But nice. Yeah, the piano's my main one. What kind of piano do you play on? Not that I know anything about pianos, but I'm always intrigued by the, you know. baby grand piano at my home here. And then I just play like the keyboard when I'm anywhere else. I bring my keyboard with me. But yeah, I love my, I love my piano that I have here. I'm kind of spoiled with it. And when I have to play live with a keyboard, it's just not the same. (laughs) Your music is so eclectic and it really covers a lot of, different genres, different feels, and you've drawn a lot of inspiration from Charlotte Lawrence, Sasha Sloan, Lennon Stella. I actually had Lennon's musical producer uh, on the show previously. I've been trying to get Lennon. It hasn't happened yet. I'm going to keep working yeah. on it. But um, yeah, her, um, her music producer, um, Jenna Andrews, was a guest oh, on my I, show yeah, before. I met Jenna. I met Jenna once at a Grammy party, and she's very sweet. Yeah, she is. Cool. She's chill. She's yeah. She's one of the chillest people I've ever encountered. You know. Totally. Yeah, Lennon was at that party too. I didn't talk to her. I wish I would have because she was. She performed and she was like amazing, like so good. Her voice is just insane. Um, and she was so good at that Grammy party. I wish I would have had a little conversation but it just didn't work it's gonna out. happen I'm like i'm not good at that like i've been in la a lot lately and i still like can't work up the nerves sometimes sometimes i'm like wow you are just so talented i don't think i can talk to you <laughs> you just gotta go for it it's, know, it's one of those I things know. i'm trying to get better at it i did that with uh with weird al my musical hero and oh, uh i was afraid to yeah. talk to him and uh and and i went for it now i've met him like I don't know, eight times since, since the nineties. So yeah. That's awesome. Me and my family met Weird Al at a dinner once. We were at the Ivy in LA and he was there and it was like, it was a very, yeah, some very interesting experiences. The people you meet in LA, it's insane. My biggest one so far, I met Zach Efron at a restaurant. How was that? Oh, it was amazing. It was my birthday too. Like my actual birthday dinner. And he was there at the restaurant and like a friend of a friend was with him and so we were like oh well we know the person's with him so yeah it was might as well go for it so we went up to him and he like already knew my name too so he was like hi chloe and i was like what yeah it was i didn't even have to introduce myself it was awesome it was great oh wow hugged me both arms i was like oh my god both arms oh my god wow both arms 
if you're going to meet a hero, that's the way you want it to happen, right? On your birthday, even. It was, and I, like, looked nice. Like, it was just the best. <laughs> like, I was totally, like, it was just the best possible way it could have happened. <laughs> so you've already worked with some pretty cool artists, and you, as mentioned, you have a lot of really great artists that you've drawn from. Who is an artist that you would love to work with? Like, who is your, your dream duet collaborator? Well, I love Lana Del Rey. I'm, like, absolutely obsessed with Lana Del Rey. I would love to work with her at some point in time. That's a very, very far stretch, but I just love her. Um, I love Phineas. I love Sasha Sloan. Like, those are just, there's so many, but those are just a few that I would, like, really love to work with. And then, like, producer, like, I would love to work with Jack Antonoff. Like, there's so many people that I could list. Uh, there's so much great music out there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so much. I'm still gonna work with Weird Al. It's 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 coming. It's happening. It I, is, I can feel every it. every single interview I do, I manifest it. Just oh my you know, gosh. that's how I am with Lana Del Rey. And every single interview, I mention her name just in hopes. I mean, it could it happen. Never, you met Zach Efron randomly. It, you know, it's who knows. <laughs> I thought it was great too. In um, as I was watching the the video for "I Don't Wanna," that your opening lyrics in that song really spelled out our uh, our year. Can't really get out, at yeah. least not now. Yeah, I really predicted that. Um, I didn't see this one coming. You know, there's a lot of things I feel like we can see coming, but you know, 2020. It's been one hell of a ride. I got to tell you. I knew it was up. (laughs) You know what? I was actually working at a different pop-up at the beginning of the year, which was a dumpling-themed pop-up. It was called Dumpling and Associates. Still don't love the name. But it was, you know, obviously it was Chinese-themed, and it had, uh, you know, the cool Chinese characters on the wall and uh, um, a giant sparkly dumpling that you could go inside and like take pictures you know the whole thing and the guy that ran it was going back and forth to china at the time because whatever kind of visa he had would only allow him to be in the united states for two weeks at a time so he actually got covid while he was there and uh, was put under strict quarantine and then we we actually didn't end up seeing him for almost six weeks and the uh, one of one of my co-workers end, uh, ended up managing the place uh, until we until we closed because, yeah. wow. you know That's it was so strange and we had uh, a school group that was supposed to come through one day too, and uh, they were all from China. And then it ended up not happening. We set up for it, got a bunch of supplies, and then, you know, it's it's been so weird. It's what a what a strange. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you know. It's crazy. it's crazy, and I just feel like the whole thing was so misleading. Like at the very beginning, well, wasn't it only you know if we are. I just wish they wouldn't have. I wish, I wish that nobody would have said like, "Oh, only two weeks." Because I <laughs> oh yeah. Oh but, like, yeah. I'm Wasn't lucky. that great yeah. when it was two more weeks and yeah, we'll be? Honestly, and, like, I'm lucky that I can still work and 
like do what I need to do. Like I can still, I have a house in LA, so I can still go there and I'm only Oh, good. Like, yeah, I'm only working with like two people right now. So I can definitely make it work. It's just, it's so, it's so eerie. It's really strange. And LA is like pretty, like, you know, it's very quiet right now. It's like all shut down, really nothing's open. So yeah, it's like very eerie. I don't like it. Yeah. Along with everyone else, I'm, I'm ready to, to get past it, you know, yeah, <laughs> just, totally. I just want to sit inside places. I, know. I enjoy sitting inside places. I mean, I it's great sitting here inside my room, but you know, yeah. uh, it's, just, it's a universe like out there I would like to explore. Human. It's not good for humans to be in like the same no. space for so long. And like, I know it's what's best right now, but it's still not good. So it's really, yeah, it sucks. It's really sad that this is what it's like. Obviously, you're always working on your your music and your artistry. What other hobbies and things have you gotten up to the last few months? I don't have a lot of hobbies, I'm going to be honest with you. But I over quarantine, I started baking. I really like baking. Nice. Um, yeah, I love writing just in general. I really like creative writing. I really like reading. I like all that. Yeah, I really like all of it. I'm trying to, you know, just get more on top of the piano because I love the piano tried the guitar as, like I said before it's not really working out and I'm trying to get into producing so I'm like trying to uh-huh. figure that out I'm it's like very new but that's a new hobby I've been taking up so hopefully I can make that into something what have you been baking oh um oh, I made a lot of lemon bars I made a lot of Ooh, lemon I love lemon bars I love lemon bars too um brownies I just did a lot of random stuff I was baking a lot of cakes at first but the problem was I was baking cakes like at the same time so I bake one cake and then I bake another and so we had like three cakes out at the same time and then my mom told me I had to stop because baking means eating and we were eating a that sounds food. delicious yeah totally and my mom's a baker too so we've always had something baked during like the first few months of quarantine but yeah it was good that's one of my favorite things of living with roommates is they're always baking something, especially in the mornings. They make things with bacon and the oh, there's there's nothing I love more than the smell of bacon. I'm like, you know, one of those cartoon characters just yeah, floating just, through the <laughs> floating like, through the air as I open my bedroom door. And, Oh, what are they making today? It's so good. I'm I've never been much of a baker. I do I, I do like to cook. I like to put random things together, random spices, yeah. you know. I don't know. I just it it's always such a a thing to get all of the supplies. I'm always yeah, missing something, you know? Very, yeah, and baking's very exact, so you can't do like the like extra spices and oh maybe this will taste good. And that's why that's honestly why I'm not a good cook because I have to like have a very exact recipe and I can't add little things in. It just doesn't taste good. (laughs) It's never been good. Except I made a lasagna over quarantine and that was pretty good. I will admit, but I had a little bit of help from my mother, but I did most of it. So that was pretty good. Lasagnas are not easy. Yeah. There's so many layers. Um, so I really, I gave that a shot and that was pretty good. I will pat myself on the back for that one. I didn't do a bad job. Anything with a lot of cheese is... Oh, yeah. I mean, you can't go wrong. You can't go wrong. 
I uh, I re- I have to watch myself because I'll eat entire blocks of cheese. I'll just like, I, you know yeah. what I mean? Like just. <laughs> I know, I know, it's rough. Oh, oh. I have uh, I have a Pizza Hut all too close to my apartment, uh, oh, and they know me by name. Like I call and they're like, "Oh, hi, <laughs> it's you again." Yeah, that <laughs> yep, I'll take the usual. Okay. There's nothing wrong with that. No, yeah, there's not at all. There's nothing wrong with that. It could be much worse than Pizza Hut. Like, it could be much worse. <laughs> What's your favorite thing to snack on? I really like chocolate. Like, I just love chocolate. All chocolate. Anything, anything chocolate, I really enjoy. So that's, like, the main one. Yeah, Are you a milk chocolate kind of person or a dark chocolate? I kind of like both. I really like both. I really like ice cream. So, like, it doesn't really matter to me. I just really What's your all-time favorite ice cream? Okay, more recently, it's actually been chocolate mochi, and the brand I like is My Mochi. So, chocolate My Mochi. Oh wow, that that sounds. I know. Sounds... I really hit you with that one. Were you expecting that? I gotta go find some as soon as we're done here. That sounds it's incredible. Really, it's actually really good. It has like little chocolate chips inside of it. It's so good, and oh. they're like it's big. They're this big, so they don't make me feel bad. I'm from the Midwest, so uh, I miss Dairy Queen. There's oh, only. Oh yeah, that's where most of my family's from, and they're from Illinois. And I'm from Illinois too. Where? Where in Illinois? Southern Illinois. Um, uh, nobody knows my town, but close to Carbondale, where uh, uh, SIU Carbondale. My family's from Decatur. Okay. And, so yeah. Yep. Yeah, they're from there, and I've only been once, but I don't really remember much about it. But yeah, that's where we're from. That's so funny. It's, and you're a, you're a wilder too. This is kind of That's weird. right. That's right. We've got the wilder clan in here. Yeah, this is kind of strange. I think we might be related cuz Illinois wilder. I mean, you know, yeah. uh, there are there are crazier things. There are. You're right. I wouldn't be surprised. With 2020 and all, I really wouldn't be shocked. Are there any places that you'd really like to travel to that you haven't been? I would really like to go to like northern Italy. Just, I, because after I, I watched um, Call Me By Your Name. Like, oh, sure. You know, and like the most beautiful movie. And I was like, oh, I just want to go there. And I've been to Italy before, but it, we were on a cruise. And so it was just like one day. Mm. Um, but yeah, I would love to go there. I would love to do just like a big, long writing trip in Italy. I'm pretty sure that's oh. where Harry Styles is writing right now. And I would just love to do that. Probably. I mean, Harry Styles, preferably. I don't think that part's going to happen. <laughs> but, um. Yeah, I would just love to go there. That'd be really cool. And a place that I want to go back to, I went to London, but only for like a week, I think. And I would really like to go back there just because. I was in both places years and years ago. Italy is amazingly, uh, it's so picturesque and romantic and just... You know, uh, the fountains and the artwork and the motorbikes. <laughs> it yeah. seems just like so ethereal and so mm-hmm. different. I would just love to go. Yeah, I'm going to give that a shot for sure. And the food, of course. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think that would be really fun. I know that uh, your debut EP is, is coming out in January. And I know that It's True is going to be on there. What are the other um, singles that's going to be on the EP? Or do you know how that's coming okay, together? So my next 
Call Me If You Need Me is what the next single is called. And then the third one, I don't really, I, we're still thinking about it. I think I have to keep that one a secret, but I'm really excited about it. Okay. It's really fun. But yeah, so I've got two more singles coming out before. And I can't wait. I'm so excited about this EP. It's eight songs, so it's a lot going on, but I think it's going to be really fun. That's so amazing. You know, I'm I'm always inspired by by singer songwriters like you who do everything and do it so well and make such a you know have such a powerful influence. Your your music is great. Thank you so much. <laughs> I was trying to be eloquent and failed completely, but you know. You know what? Yeah, you're learning guitar, you know piano. Um, are there uh, any other instruments or things of that nature that you would like to pick up? I would love to learn how to play the violin and the harp, but those are ones that are probably gonna come in my later years because one, just like harps are huge and I just don't think I'd go and get one. But when I'm like living on my own, I totally think I'll just like buy a bunch of instruments. That's like really, I just wanna have a room like dedicated to that. So I would totally buy a big harp, that would be great. But yeah, I really just wanna learn a bunch of like those classic string instruments. I think that'd be so cool. I'm always fascinated by harp players. That's, that's one of those instruments that's like so angelic Oh, and, it's like so ethereal, and I feel like anybody oh. who plays harp is just like automatically really intelligent. Like when you watch people play harp, like I just like, think they're all really smart, and I don't know if that's true, but they just all look really smart. <laughs> well, you have to be—you have to have a pretty high level of intelligence, I think, to play an instrument like that. Not to mention some uh, some strength. I know it sits on the ground, but mm-hmm. you still got to move that thing around. Yeah, totally. It's got to be like a huge case that those things go in, you know? You have to, like, you have to keep your arms up. Like for the piano, at least I can like, you know. Yeah, you can piano. sit. It's a sitting yeah. instrument. Yeah, <laughs> but ooh, the harp, that's crazy. Crazy. I would love to learn it. I'll let you know if I do. <laughs> um, another uh, random adventure that I had in my life. Uh, I won't bore you with the whole story because it'll take another three hours. But I, I, love I was kind of homeless at the, the time and I was performing in the Los Angeles Haunted Hayride and I met uh, a fellow well one of my fellow castmates said why don't you come stay with us and so the house as it were ended up being this mansion that wasn't just any mansion it was kind of a, a famous mansion and a very haunted mansion the whole estate I guess used to be it's where this jockey lived and all of his, you know, servants and things. This huge estate and creepy as hell. Um, and they had this, you know, large room, this uh, entertainment room, and they had a harp in there. And uh, so, you know, I, <laughs> I never learned how to use it, but <laughs> I played with it for sure, you yeah. know. Dring, dring. Me, a musician, it didn't sound like music. So, but I, I mean, I tried. But yeah, I've never 
a harp. I'm jealous. I need to be. I have no doubt that that it will happen sooner or later. Yeah, it totally will. I'll keep you posted. The harp, the <laughs> Thank violin, you. the guitar. Come back after you've learned the the harp, and mm-hmm. then you can let me know the rest of the singles Absolutely. on the EP, yeah. you see. Totally, totally. <laughs> I'm so excited, yeah. I really appreciate you joining me uh, on the show. Thank so for having me. This was awesome. And uh, good seeing you again. And, you know, I'm so excited for your, you know, all the things that you're working on and all the incredible career that uh you're gonna continue to have i'll be rooting for you when you win your first grammy Stop. <laughs> so i know you have your official website where people can find yeah. all of your various things uh where can people find you on social media i'm chloe wilder everywhere chloe with no h though so you gotta get that and then you can find me awesome yeah thank you so much Thank you so much. Enjoy the rest of your week and... uh, You too. Stay safe. Absolutely. (laughs) Thank you so much. Take care. Remember, you can follow me, as always, across all the places at Devlin Wilder. That's D-E-V-L-I-N-W-I-L-D-E-R. And Faux Real at Faux Real Pod. That's F-A-U-X-R-E-A-L-P-O-D. That's it for this one. See you on the next one.